Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. What's up? You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a photography podcast designed to help you manifest your best creative life in self-employment. My name is Mike Thur, and I am your host. And on this show, you're going to hear practical perspectives on how to improve your freelancing journey. And beyond that, you're going to hear from other incredible creative professionals about their art, their business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So thank you so much for joining me. Entrepreneurs starts right now. All right. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the program. This is Entrepreneurs, episode 130 of season three. If you are tuning into the show for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully, we provide you a little bit of insight and inspiration. And bear with me, I am getting over a pretty gnarly cold. So if it sounds like I'm a little bit under the weather, it's because I I actually am. Um, Now, like I said, this is episode 130, which means we've got a catalog of 129 other episodes for you to peruse. So if you need some help or you just want a friendly voice of encouragement in any part of your journey, please check out our other episodes. And for everybody else okay, who has been with me for a while, some of you have been with me from the very first episode. Uh, I want to thank you guys for sticking with me on this, this kind of respite here. I know I've been gone for a pretty lengthy stretch. It's actually been almost three months since my last episode, which I never thought was going to happen, but I'll get into that. I wanted to let you guys know that I have not given up on the show. Okay, there was never a doubt in my mind that I'd be back. I just had some personal things to tend to, which took a lot of my attention. So I'm going to do the best of my ability to address that today, give you an idea of basically what happened the last couple of months of my life and why I had to step away from the show. And hopefully within that, I will be able to frame and articulate to you the main theme or the message for today, because I always have to have that in my episodes is not just a rant or an emotional purge, if you will, but some sort of thematic message for you to take home with you. And so conveniently, here in America, we just had Thanksgiving. I figured, what better way to express the gratitude that I have for all the people in my life than to talk about gratitude and the people in your lives, right? Amidst all the things that you have to do in your business, to which there are a lot of responsibilities, I'm sure. I mean, We got 129 other episodes for you to peruse and check that out just to validate that about all the things that you could be doing to help your business grow. But with with that being said, I think it's all for nothing without the love and the support from the people who celebrate your journey, right? Like win or lose, they're there. They're in your corner. They're picking you up when you fail. 
They're telling you to keep pushing when you think you've made it. They're telling you to ease off when you're burned out. Whatever that support looks like, they got you. And I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional, but that support comes in many different forms. It can be a simple text. It could be a phone call. It could be a pat on the shoulder. And I got to be honest with you, I got that from so many people in my circles recently that I am so filled with gratitude for those people. and the small but mighty gestures that they provided me during a rather difficult time. So it was a couple of months ago when I stopped recording for the podcast because my grandmother fell ill. So me being a short flight away from San Francisco, I flew up just to check in, to be there, to make sure that she was um, getting the treatment that she needed to hold her hand uh, while she was in the ICU to to also be there for my grandfather who is going to go through uh, an incredibly difficult time as well. And you know it's funny I I mentally take pride in preparing myself for some morbid things to happen to family and friends that are in uh, either bad health situations or at an advanced age. So I was mentally prepared for the inevitable outcome. Uh, the only problem is that you're never prepared to handle the emotions. Right. So, you know, it's coming, but you're not aware of how you're going to handle it until it happens. So that's what really hit me in the face. And after all, my grandmother, she helped raise me. You know, if anyone out there knows who I am or respects me within a small degree or thinks favorably of me in some fashion, then in many ways you have my grandmother to thank. Okay. She's the, the matriarch of the family. She's a tough cookie. And going to the hospital day after day, seeing her hooked up to the machines in the ICU, each day getting a little bit worse, she's not able to make eye contact with any of us or say anything. And then seeing the pain in my whole family's faces, right? My grandfather, especially my mother, um, even my brother, I mean, that that stuff breaks you. And I knew this day was coming. You know, like it's, she's 92 years old. Nothing caught me by surprise except for the emotions, right? I was, I was devastated when the doctor sat us down and told us what we already knew was coming. And there was no real goodbye. There were no final words. There were no last hugs or well wishes. Um, I kept thinking, man, I wish, I wish you could just have spent one last night in her own bed or had one last meal and she couldn't. Um, it was just a, a heart-wrenching watching of someone slowly pass in a very sterile, very cold environment over the course of several weeks. And amidst all, all the hospital visits at the ICU, all the conversations with the doctors and the nurses who did a fantastic job to the preparing ourselves for the the possibility the likelihood of of death and all of those emotional and logistical hurdles that entails to the uh, inevitable arrangements that coincide with that you know funerals and ceremonies and all that um i was in charge of scanning like 20 or 30 albums of theirs which was um emotionally taxing in itself to uh create a slideshow to put together for the funeral. I amidst all of that, 
I was dealing with my business as well. Right? I had overdue projects. I had client requests. Um, I had to coordinate a bunch of different travel for upcoming jobs. Uh, so it was, it was a lot on my plate. And in no way am I saying any of that to garner any sympathy. I, I only say it to illustrate to, to people out there that even when you're dealing with something like the death of a family member, you know, the rest of your life doesn't stop for you. And so navigating that aspect is not solely about the systems that you have in place or how well you can compartmentalize your uh, emotions, but really in many ways, it's, it's due to the relationships that you nurture and cultivate because those are the people and those are the resources that you hang on because they are going to be there for you when you need them. And they may not be able to take the emotional burden off your plate. I mean, how could they? But those texts, those calls, those prayers, I mean, I'm not a religious person really, but man, when somebody tells me that they're praying for me and my family or anything like that, I, I'm so grateful. I'm so blown away by that and indebted to their love and support. I don't have many friends, but I have a very um, strong group of friends whom I rely on. So they would call in, they'd ask me how she was doing, how the family is doing, how I'm doing. And, you know, you never have the answers, right? It's all the same. There's no solution. But I got to say, I was so thankful for the questions in itself. I was so grateful that I had people in my life that actually even cared to ask. I even spent a week with a good friend of mine in Connecticut. He just purchased a, a home and he was kind enough to host me for several days. And at first I was like, I, I figured it was a, it was, it was not a wise thing for me to do. I had already spent about six weeks away from home. I was jumping off a five-day job, which was immediately after the funeral that I had just emotionally exhausted myself from. And I was ready to be home. But I, I made the choice to spend time with him and his amazing wife just to uh, recenter myself. We'd fire up the grill. We'd have beers. We'd throw the football around. And it was the therapy I didn't know I needed. So I was incredibly grateful for just that, for allowing me to grieve without grieving, if, if that makes any sense. And then I was amazed by my clients, who honestly probably surprised me the most. I had an uh, on-site editor for a magazine photo shoot that we were doing at the beach. And she had heard through the grapevines, through my assistant, uh, my through my art director, sorry, that my grandmother was ill. And so we do the shoot just fine because it work kind of keeps me distracted. There was no issues. But she pulled me aside after the shoot to ask about my grandmother. And she had just passed away two days prior. So I basically came back home for that job and then flew back out after the job for the funeral. And so in that time, I was just there for that job. She was the first person that I talked to in which I referred to my grandmother in the past tense, meaning like, we just lost her. And I did not handle it well. I was a, an emotional wreck. I was calm and collected in one second during the shoot. Everything was fine. And then a catastrophe the next. So, um, But she was so supportive. She was uh, empathetic and kind, which I knew she would be. But um, it, it was so wonderful that I actually did feel relief. I felt comforted. 
And then the day after the funeral, I actually flew out to Dallas for another job. And again, my creative team was incredible. Right, My director, my social media coordinator, they came up to me. They, they provided me support. They said, if you need to take a break, take the fucking break. Right, like we, we got your back. That's basically the message. And I would have people who don't even necessarily interact with me because our jobs don't kind of commingle that way, but they were part of the creative team, um, would come up to me. They would give me a long, warm embrace. They would look me in the eyes without saying anything. But, you know, their eyes would, would say everything. They would say, I'm sorry for your loss and I love you. And I mean, those aren't normal interactions on a job. And I get it. It wasn't a normal work circumstance, but I was I was taken aback by how great everybody actually was to me in that time. And then there's my uh, my colleagues, some of my good friends in the biz, and they were <laughs> amazing. I had um, people telling me to take care of myself, to uh, focus my attention on my grandfather, which at that point obviously became the the point of emphasis, because um, that man spent over seventy. 75 years with that woman. So, I mean, shit, what, what human being would just be okay after a loss like that, right? Like it just doesn't, doesn't happen. So to have uh, the people in my industry supporting me and affirming that I was doing the right thing, like putting that perspective in that, that family first. I mean, of all the people whom I did not think would be the ones saying family first, it would be a group of photographers, right? We miss holidays, we miss birthdays, we miss all sorts of things just because we're on the road, we're on call. And for them to put that perspective to me was something I honestly needed to hear. I felt so um, relieved when they said that. And I also wanted to give out a, a shout out sort of to a, a person, I'm not going to mention the name, but um, a good friend and, and colleague of mine, he provided me some insight that I actually really, really love. And this started when he reached out to me after I had probably missed a couple of weeks on the podcast. So he was curious, like, what was up? And so we got into that conversation of of the back and forth on text, which uh, eventually led to a phone call. But in his initial text, I thought he he articulated it uh, better than I could have. So so I'll just just read it to you. Um, He wrote, you know, I'm not sure if I told you this, but we just learned that my mother-in-law has stage four cancer. I took about two months off shooting just to be with the baby and help out more at home as my wife has been helping with her mother a lot. I say that to say, you're doing amazing, Mike. And I'm sure your grandparents are so appreciative and happy to have you there. I get it, brother. Sometimes life calls for us to have to step away. Is that not why we do this? It can't only be about the money but also the freedom of how we get to spend our time to be accessible in moments of need or want. So personally, I hadn't thought of any of that at all, but it's just another thing that I'm grateful for is, you know, not just the the friendship that he provided me, but that perspective that the career path that I have allows for this to happen, right? Like other jobs may not be as fluid. I, I shifted around several family shoots, I think three family shoots, uh, I canceled two other gigs that I know of and probably ignored another couple that I forgot about uh, and spent about two months away from home just because I could, right? So I'm thankful for that as well. Not every career path will grant you that level of ownership and freedom. You know, I was able to 
be there for my mom, who was burying the woman who raised her. I got to be there for my grandfather, who was saying goodbye to the woman that he spent his entire life with. I got to spend time with my brother, who um, shares the same birthday as my grandmother. They were both born on October 24th. And my grandmother had passed just a, a maybe a week before. So on his birthday and her birthday, uh, I traded my brother out to a round of golf. We played Presidio in San Francisco. And it was a necessary distraction. And it's just a round of golf. But at the same time, it's probably the most memorable round of golf I've ever played in my life. And that's just because there was some relief. There was some catharsis. There was some shared bond of my brother and I spending time. I don't know. And, you know, my father was incredible throughout the process. He was strong, as I expected he would be, but he was also uh, vulnerable. And we we needed both of those sides. Uh, My wife, who is, you know, I've said many times, she's just uh, her, her greatest superpower is her empathy. And she was just an emotional sponge. She would just like absorb all the grief that we were holding in. I mean, I remember she flew up and my mother, who had just been holding on so strong the entire month and a half, two-month ordeal, when Dina walked into the door for the first time and was able to give her a hug, I saw my mom just open up in a different way than she could with her own, her own two sons. She was just holding on, trying to be strong for everybody. So I'm grateful for, her, for my wife to, to allow that type of... Um, catharsis and my in-laws were incredible my cousins my uh my long lost relatives everybody kind of came out and dropped everything just to come to the funeral and support us and and that's what dawned on me like you know the day of the funeral i got to see a lot more people than i ever expected to show up i didn't know how many people were going to show up i just kind of assumed that maybe at her age most of her friends would have probably already passed anyways but I was just floored by how many people were there. And I realized something. Nobody was there because she made X amount of money or that she accomplished X amount of great things in her career. I mean, she was working in a uh, Chinatown sweatshop for years before becoming a seamstress for an airline. I mean, she was not a person of high clout or uh, professional esteem, right? She was not highly educated. She was not well-read. And yet that didn't matter. I mean, my father, who, and I'm not saying that he looks down on uneducated people, but he certainly holds educated people to a higher esteem. He was just as broken that day as any of us because she was just as much, if not more of a mother to him than his own mother who had passed a couple decades prior. And I say that to say, despite her not being a person of high accomplishment, or achievement, there were a lot of people that showed up. There were a lot of people that were impacted emotionally for one reason. And that's because she was either a friend, a mother, or a grandmother to everyone. She made people feel welcome. She made people feel important. She made people feel a part of the family. And I don't disparage anyone for chasing legacy based off of what you can accomplishment in your career. But at the end of the day, it is the way that you support those around you that will define your legacy, like how you make people feel, how you treat people. I'm 
so thankful for so many things in my life. But mostly I'm thankful for the people. You know, I've learned a lot. I've failed a lot. And through it all, I've been supported by all of those people that I mentioned, my, the friends, the colleagues, clients, even family, of course. I, I don't know if anyone listening to this is going to take anything away from this episode. And maybe it was just an excuse for me to outwardly journal my emotions in some cathartic way. But I suspect even if you don't lose a family member anytime soon, you're likely going to go through tough times no matter what your career path looks like. And so in those times, I think it's good to lean on those who provide you support. Like, Don't discount the power of a text or a phone call or a coffee meetup, whatever it is. We got depression, we got anxiety, people got money problems, they got client problems, uh, marital problems, I don't know. And you can, you can certainly power through all of it. And as my friend likes to say, you know, sometimes you're going to have to eat those shit sandwiches. But you don't always have to do that. Don't overlook the resources that you already have at your disposal. You know, we get so caught up in dealing with our own shit that sometimes we fail to recognize that the support is here all along. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for all these people. And so with that, I'm just going to leave you with the last voicemail my grandmother left me. It is astonishingly both nothing and everything at the same time. It's a subtle reminder how even a mundane, simple message with no point to it at all can potentially provide you with warmth and comfort that makes you feel just a little bit less alone. Mikey, Mikey. Oh, Bobo, just checking on you, how you guys are doing. Okay? Okay, hear from you. Thank you. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First-time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.